scorenorth.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. This is the all-star game of sports radio shows. It's Score North Live with Rami. It sure is. We're on 1500scorenorth.com, Score North app, streaming live on Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. 36 hours of purple starting tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. We have the Vikings and the NFL draft covered for you wall-to-wall for 36 hours. It starts at 11 a.m. tomorrow and goes through the first round of the draft Thursday night. I know Collar and I doing a show tomorrow night from uh, 6 to 8, a special Purple Daily from 6 to 8 tomorrow right after uh, Mackie and Judd with Rami. I forgot the show that has my name in it, guys. That's that's where my mind is at right now. Uh, Collar, we do power rankings. You've been a, you've been a, a participant in power rankings here on Score North Live. I love doing power rankings. Have you ever done the lack of power rankings? <laughs> is, is that something that you've ever done? I can't say that right. I have. And here's what I mean by that. And you point this out in the article we were discussing to start the show this afternoon, and I've talked about it on this very show. Plenty of needs for the Minnesota Vikings heading into the draft on Thursday. I thought it would be a fun exercise to rank their needs from greatest need to least greatest need for the Minnesota Vikings heading into the draft on Thursday. So in other words, where they are the worst off would be your number one in your lack of power rankings. Are we ready to go? Do we need music for this? I feel like we need music anytime we're doing any kind of rankings, right? There we go. Well done, sir. Well done, young Declan on the other side of the glass. Not me. No, you don't. Nope, want not ready to start. at all. I'm ready. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Collar. Well, top start at, one, top no, start one at the stuff. bottom. Let's work oh, up. So let's work needed. up to the greatest okay. need. Yes, linebacker. Okay, kicker, punter. They have one of the best kickers of all time. They're good. Okay, punter is fine. All right, fun guy. Like they're <laughs> they're all right there. That's good. Um, so. Uh, after that, linebacker, you have Anthony Barr and Eric Hendricks. You don't need any more. Eric Wilson is probably the best backup linebacker, or one of them in the NFL. So you, you go to that place. And now this is where it gets tricky counting down this way. This is like doing the alphabet backwards. <laughs> I'm so um, confused. I'll go with, I'll go with tight end. so confusing. Yeah, I'll go the with, greatest need goes at the top of the list yeah. and work your way down from there. Well, I, I was working my way, yeah, back. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can go back. Not yes, greatest yes. one. Yeah, totally. So totally. Shut tight, up. Tight end is after that. <laughs> uh, center. You don't need a center because Garrett Bradbury. So all of those positions are pretty much just not you're, even worried about. Set, now this is where right. it gets. This yes. is where it gets tricky because I don't know if they need a safety or not. That will depend on whether they trade Anthony Harris. So I'm going to put safety here because they might or they might not. Do you think if they trade Anthony Harris that they they promote from within or do they go outside and get somebody? If there was anybody to promote from within, I would say that. But there okay. literally isn't. And, right. and, and that, that word is overused, literally. In this case, there literally is not anyone to promote literally. from within. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> so uh, we'll, you know, we'll see on that one. But I'll put safety there for now. After that, um, I will go defensive line because they do have people to promote from within. So even though it is a need, it is not as big of a need as offensive guard, then offensive tackle, then wide receiver, and then corner. And corner is number one. And I should have included quarterback. Have cornerback here at number one, not left tackle. Corner is number one. 
and left tackle is number two because you do have a left tackle. You could survive for one more year with Riley Reef if you need to. You don't have any corners either. Um, throw quarterback into the group with like um, you know linebackers or something. I mean, sure. y- yeah, you could justify a pick of a quarterback if you stretch it, but in terms of what you really need, no, you're not putting it that high on the list. So you're saying the greatest need is cornerback. That's number one yeah, in corner, your lack of power rankings. Tackle. Guard, defensive line, safety, and then on from there for the obvious ones that you don't need. Mine, is, you don't have wide receiver on your list at all. I didn't wide, hear you say uh, wide, receiver. wide receiver was second or okay. third after corner. Okay, see, this has really confused me. But at the very top, like the big three are corner, tackle, receiver, and then defensive line and safety are in another category. Then quarterback, tight end, you know punter, my fault. they're in another category. I made this confusing just by using a bad title for the segment and yeah, for the list. Yeah. Just rank their needs, man, is all I'm saying. With like yeah, their greatest need being number one. You're asking me to do one. it backwards was harder. But that's how we always do power rankings. I know. You, you want to leave the suspense hanging so we right. can see what is the yeah. greatest need. De- Declan, does that make sense? You also didn't hear me when I, I just said say rank their needs. Well, it, it would have made sense if you told me 10 minutes ago, but yeah. Now it was in the rundown it. I sent this morning. Literally, in the rundown I'm Literally. looking at. It says, rank the Vikings' needs. It says it right there okay. in black and white. Then why did you tease the complete opposite? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Producers are supposed to make their hosts look good. You're not over there to question me and you make know, me look bad I always like to stupid. say the producer are the brakes on a car. Like, I'm not driving or navigating, but you need me so you don't die. And right now you are dying. So you're Brownie. not doing your job. I'm trying. So you're not doing your I'm job. I'm trying to this stop. This isn't my fault. I'm trying to stop. The brakes are out. That's the problem is <laughs> the, the brakes are out right now. This isn't me. Oh. I'm supposed to be a little wild every now and then. Right. If you started with some accountability for botching this, then that would have gone in a better direction. No. I take an accountability. That's not the way things are that? done in yeah. 2020, Collar. I take no responsibility. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, well, let's hear yours. All right. Not much different from yours. I'm going to skip right past all the positions that you laid out where they have people. They have people right now, right? I'm going to get to the actual needs that they have. And also at the bottom is is safety with a question mark. Much yeah. like you said, we don't know if they're going to need a safety. Even if they do let Anthony Harris walk, I can't imagine them using a high draft pick. On a safety, they'd use a mid to late round pick on one and say, go play next to Harrison Smith and let Mike Zimmer coach you up and we'll hope for the best from that position. Don't you think that's the approach that they would probably take at that position? Then, defensive tackle would be behind that. I'll break up my defensive lineman into specific positions. I'll put defensive tackle next on my list of of Vikings needs. They do have candidates to promote from within Mm -hmm. who could do that job and probably adequately, but you might be looking for an upgrade there. That's the right player. Then I would go with an offensive guard. And I put it there because, and you correct me if I'm wrong about this, Collar, I've always believed that you can find good or at least decent uh, interior offensive linemen middle, late in the draft and coach them up and they can be sufficient. They can be a replacement level player at the very worst. Then I would probably go wide receiver, cornerback, and left tackle. I just think, and I might even flip wide receiver and cornerback just because I want to do everything I can to put Kirk Cousins 
in position to succeed. My stock line on Kirk Cousins is that he will be exactly as good as whatever you put around him. And I mean that in terms of a complete football team. How good the defense is affects how successful Kirk Cousins will yeah. be. And how good your special team we saw big right. time last exactly. year. But especially when you talk about the guys up front protecting him, when you talk about the weapons that he has to throw the football to, I think it's really, really important that you prop up Kirk Cousins. So I might, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to flip wide receiver and cornerback. Cornerback number three on my list, wide receiver number two on my list, and the greatest need for the Minnesota Vikings right now is covering Kirk Cousins' backside because he does not have pocket awareness or mobility when guys get after him. He panics. He runs into pressure. He fumbles the football. He doesn't make bad throws. He doesn't make bad decisions and make bad throws when he gets under pressure and interceptions as a byproduct of that. But he does get tackled. He does run into pressure. He does get sacked, and he does fumble the football. I think it's really important that you keep him out of that position as often as you possibly can. Yep, and uh, last year, in terms of their sack rate, for Kirk Cousins and pressure rate, they really didn't change at all from 2018. They just threw the ball less. So it seemed like he was getting sacked less, but it was still about the same amount. And what really stands out with Cousins and why tackle needs to be way up there, whether it's for 2020 or for 2021, is just that he can't run away from anyone. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was watching, I know that we've uh, done some looks at old games and things like that. It's, uh, you know, that's a thing we can continue after the draft, but. Um, I was even watching Eli Manning in his peak, and he could move out of pressure, but it's just something that Cousins does not do. Unless you tell him to roll out, he's not going to move himself. Um, you know, it's just maybe like the quick twitch response is for him to not, you know, try to like dodge a tackler or anything and get himself hurt, which a lot of times you would advise. You don't want your quarterback to get hurt, you'd rather take a sack. But he takes a lot of them. And so offensive tackle belongs way up there. The only reason I don't have it above corner is because they have an average offensive tackle now. So you, if you have an average player at that position and they don't draft one in the first round, you can go, okay, another year for Riley Reef, and then we'll find a replacement for it. With corner, they have Holton Hill and Mike Hughes and no one else. And so you need to get another human being. You're going to play three corners on probably 70% of plays. Someone else has to be on this football team. I think I omitted pass rusher from my list. I'm going to go ahead and slot them in right behind cornerbacks. Again, they do have guys there, much like they do at defensive tackle, who are candidates to promote from within and could be average or better, be productive at that position. But that's a position where you're always looking to upgrade, Collar. Like we've, we've said before, if you can get a better quarterback, no matter how good your quarterback is, it, it's you're doing your due diligence to explore that possibility. I think when you talk about improving your pass rush and getting a better edge rusher than what you might have, that's something that you always have to consider. I don't know who the edge rushers are behind Chase Young, per se, but if, if one really good pass rusher falls in your lap at 22 or 25, I think that's something you have to consider because that is such a premium position. Quarterbacks are very important. And as a byproduct, the guys who chase and try and kill quarterbacks also very important in the game of football. Yeah, the one issue with this particular draft, though, is that I'm not really in love with any of the guys who are first-round draft picks. And, you know, someone will probably work out. I just don't know which one. Um, Caleb on chase on his production was mediocre. And when he went up against Andrew Thomas, the top tackle in the draft, he got eaten alive. 
Um, so then, you know, you look at A.J. Epinesa from Iowa. Really liked what I saw when he played the Gophers. He was a monster, but is his athleticism quite enough to play that position? Is he more of a 3-4 defensive end, or is he more of a defensive tackle? I'm not really sure. Yeter uh, Gross Matos um, is kind of an upside guy, too. He had better production than some of the other ones, but, you know, is he going to be able to fulfill that? There's nobody aside from Chase Young that you go, all right, there's five of these guys. You have to land one, and they're all going to be really good players. This is a light draft at that position. So that makes me think if they draft someone in the first round, you're probably not quite getting the level of talent that you might get for a corner. There's a lot of good ones. A wide receiver, there's a ton of good ones that will be there. Um, so that that's the only caveat I would have. It certainly is a need, but it's also a position that they've developed players who are not first-round draft picks to be very good at. It seems like the three positions that we both have as the top three needs of the Vikings, and correct me if I'm wrong again, seem to be pretty deep in this draft. At wide receiver, yep. cornerback, yep. and and offensive tackles seem to be pretty deep in this draft. So it's kind of falling the Vikings' way when you talk about their needs and the depths the the depth at at various positions in yeah. this draft things to be seems to be leaning the Vikings way right now it does and just running draft sims looking at mock drafts all those things the positions that um are most likely to have a great player there in my mind are receiver and corner because CJ Henderson and Jeff Akuda are going to go off uh, pretty early, but aside from those guys, you know, you look at the other team needs and you try to project where they might go. You know, everybody needs corners all the time, but there are more pressing needs for a lot of these teams. And so you could see all the receivers going off and, and Justin Jefferson and Denzel Mims and those guys being taken and leaving the third or fourth best corner on the list. Let's say it's AJ Terrell from Clemson, who I like for the Vikings in terms of his. Um, just his makeup, his athleticism, who he played against for a Mike Zimmer corner, was well, very possible he's going to be there. Plus, you get you know the scheme fit thing. So somebody might be a first rounder to you because of how you play on defense, but they're not a first rounder to somebody else because of the scheme. And if people have a run on corners, then you might end up with a wide receiver. Like there's going to be a drop. And I saw somebody tweet out that uh, an NFL GM said this was the first time they gave more than 32 players a first-round grade. And so I think this is, if you have 22 and 25, you're in a very good position as the Vikings. I can't wait for this draft. Football. Cannot wait for this draft. And by the way, draft day, 1K giveaway. Score North app. All you got to do is download it. If you don't already have it, register and then go to listener rewards and sign up and select the player you think the Vikings will pick with their first pick in the NFL draft. And if you're right, you have a chance to win $1,000, and our draft show will be part of 36 hours of purple. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't even remember, after going back and revising my list, what order I put the Vikings' needs in, which is fitting because this whole segment and my whole idea, all my fault, has been a complete and total train wreck. So it's fitting that I don't remember what order I put them in. This, though, this will not be a train wreck because this was a hit. Right off the bat, it is now time, Declan, to play Name That Viking. Just keep the music going. Oh, okay. I was going to say, do you want me to change it to game show music? I could. What do you think? Holler game show or football music? I mean, if you ask me, football music could be almost anything. If I'm eating Cheerios and you say football music, (laughs) Declan gives us scouting reports. We will try and decipher who the scout was talking about on the Minnesota Vikings. Declan, the floor is yours, young man. All right, man. This is his overview. 
Some of these I have overviews for, and some I don't because I think it gives it away a lot. So this is this person's overview. Okay. He is a projection-based prospect who has shown twitch, ball production, and toughness in a small sample size. Mm. His strengths, this is his strength, so it might be a little confusing, but this is what it was in his strengths. A little short, but stout and tough. Gives opponents a rough ride of their release. Plus, short area foot quickness to burst on the ball and tremendous run-you-down speed on deep balls. Weaknesses. Not as natural with mirror and match footwork as he will be to the next level. I have no idea what that means. Mirror and match match. footwork? Mm. Ever heard of that? That sounds like a corner or a safety. Yeah, there's definitely a cornerback. Uh, Plays too tall in his backpedal and from off coverage, which slows transition okay, to Okay, definitely throw. a corner. How yeah. about Holton Hill? No. Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes. Yes, correct. Okay, it was going to be correct. one or the other. Ding, ding, ding. He was projected to go in rounds one through two, and he indeed was taken Mirror in round and one. match is basically a cornerback's ability to stay in front of a guy and run his route with him. Right, Kyle? Isn't that yeah. basically what that means? To yep. face a guy and keep up with him and run his route with him while he's going down the field. Yeah. That's pretty much it. You actually complimented my mirror and match skills a couple weeks ago <laughs> yes. after we were trying to socially distance and maneuver our way around each other in the office outside right. of the studio. We here. look like synchronized swimmers or something. <laughs> you turn one way and I turn the exact same it was way. Like, it was perfectly It was, it was like up. we were reading each other's minds. Very much on the same page. Very much on the same page. Unlike the first bit we tried in this, in this, <laughs> in this wow, segment. Wow, that was your fault. <laughs> it was. It was entirely my fault. We did not mirror or match on that. Next prospect, Declan Goff. Name that Viking. Let's go. All right, I'm omitting his overview because it gives it away, in my opinion. So this is a specific person's strengths and weaknesses. Starting with his strengths, he has the rare ability to cut all the way back across the grain. He changes directions with degree of sublimity on second level without gearing down. And not much of a dancer. That is a strength. Not much of a dancer. Mm. His weaknesses... He has excellent vision to the perimeter and becomes cloudier between B-gaps and will duck his head and finish prematurely rather than probing for more interior space. Well, this, this sounds a like lineman. a I was going to say like a defensive lineman is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, I was thinking offensive lineman. Declan? Is it an offensive or a defensive lineman? You know, it's neither of those things. Wow. Oh, really? Okay, defensive end? Neither, no. It's got to be a linebacker, though. I know. This is a very confusing oh. scouting Tight report. Tight end. No. It's not a linebacker? No. Somebody who what's ducked, Who else are they what worried about your head dancing and... and ducking your head and attacking the B-gap? Yeah, excellent vision to perimeter becomes cloudier between B-gaps. That was in this person's weaknesses. And will duck head and finish prematurely rather than probing for more interior space. I'm oh, this is a running back. Keyword, bingo. This is a running oh, back. okay. All right. His strengths, rare ability to cut it all the way back across the grain, changes directions with degree. Dalvin of, Cook? Yes. Are we talking Dalvin about Dalvin Cook? Cook Isn't that a weird... I, I read that and I thought the same thing. I was like, this Very sounds weird. like a guard or something. Yeah, when, I mean, I thought defensive tackle, or yeah, defensive tackle first because you're talking about the B gap. So yeah. if you're a three technique, that might be where you were lining up. Um, but yeah, that's kind of confusing. But... Cut it all the way back against the grain could yeah. also mean not defensive dancing, line, too. Not dancing. You don't want a running back who's going to dance in yep. the backfield yep. if he runs into trouble and is going to lose a bunch of yards. I didn't know the preacher had footloose wrote this, but not By the much way, of a that dancer. Is, that, is, that is a very accurate scouting report of Dalvin Cook and, and what he's been in the NFL. If I had one criticism of him, it would be that he sometimes does put his head down too soon because he has that, that cut ability collar, and I think... Could probably get more yards and maybe avoid some of the some of the the wear and tear and the injuries that he f- suffers because 
I don't know that he has to be as physical a back as he always is. I think if he kept his head up instead of putting yeah. it down and trying to run through guys sometimes when he gets to the second level, he could get more yards and probably stay healthier. Yeah, it could be. I think that they want him... Like, especially if he's met toward the line of scrimmage, they want him to try and just rumble forward for two yards as opposed to trying to dance in the backfield or something like that where, you know, you might lose two or three or you might escape and, and get a lot more. Um, I have very few running criticisms of Delvin Cook. Though. No, he's, he's amazing. Very, very he's amazing. He's healthy. He's amazing. But do you think that is because he's super physical? I don't know. I didn't yeah, know that. Oh, he's very, very. I physical, didn't know yeah. that about him before I I came to Minnesota and started watching him week yep. in and week out. Very, very physical back. Do you think that 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 lends itself to all the injuries that he suffers, or in, is that a coincidence? In part, you know, I mean, you had an ACL, a hamstring, and then last year a shoulder when a fat guy fell on him. So I mean, none of those really say that. The wear and tear you would worry a little bit about, but I don't know if there's any ever running back where you don't. And it's hard to tell somebody who is great at running over people, hey, why don't you just try to dance around that guy more often? I mean, it's like this is how you've been running your entire life. Um, You know, the injury-prone thing is always a hard one for me because there's a lot of players who I've covered who had bad luck injuries, like an ACL or someone fell on them, and then you get, oh, injury-prone, injury-prone, and then the next five years they're healthy. Kyle Rudolph's a great example of that. A guy who had a bunch of injuries early in his career, bad luck, and then has played 16 games almost every year since. One more, Declan. Let's go one more. Yep. This is the last one. I'll start with his strengths, weaknesses, and then give his overview because I think his overview will be a dead giveaway to Matthew. Uh, strengths. He is an except- He has exceptional takeoff speed, acceleration, and closing burst. He makes plays effortlessly in backside lateral pursuit and is an explosive striker. Man, that's just Hendricks. great strength. No. Okay. Uh, weaknesses. This is a weaknesses. Developing instincts. And his motor runs hot and cold and does not always apply himself, can be locked down too easily when engaged. Bar. Anthony yes, Barr. Anthony yeah, Barr. That was it. The overview is Did you after, say Barr or Daniil Hunter, one after, of the two? His overview well, is after switching positions, he became a first-team All-American at the NCAA yeah, level. Yeah, he was a running back. Um, but Anthony Barr is the guy that the head coach said has a tendency to coast. And, you know, I mean, that is it is a thing with Anthony Barr. The, the lack of consistency in the motor is the difference between him being very good at his job, which he has been, and being great in his job. And with Daniil Hunter, I would never say that he had a lack of motor. He had a lack of technique coming out, and they had to basically teach him how to be a defensive end. Um, but th- there was never like a concern about how you know consistent he was from play to play.